Let's Define Win, a podcast for everyday horse enthusiasts to laugh, commiserate, and learn that life is all about how you define wins. So week 14, we are here. We are alive. We're alive. We've, We've barely made it into 2021, but you know, it's ticking along. We've dipped our toes in. We know what the temperature of the water is. We're uh, coming up on our 14-day free trial, though, and I'm not so sure about it. Who do I talk to about returning it? <laughs> I am not. Really There's some good memes go going on with all the with all the different ones. I know. My favorite is like who didn't lunge 2021 or like yeah. <laughs> y'all didn't lunge hard enough or whatever. It's like, right. yeah, that's well, pretty accurate. Yeah. And honestly, like at this point, like it's morphed into such a large deal that not just one tube of calm paste, calming paste, <laughs> perfect prep is not going to sustain. We need to ace 2021 yeah. ASAP. Ace hobble. We need to do all of it. Yeah. You go run them through some rivers, you know, tire them out. Just go take them for a swim. Yes. Anything. Anything to get the energy out. Yeah. All right. We want to talk about gratitude this week and kind of what horses have taught us or allowed us to do or opportunities that they've given us. Obviously, I think like outside of the show, Penn, really more like life lesson y type stuff. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I thought. And then you gave me a look and I was like, oh, maybe I read that wrong. Okay. No, you're good. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, so I think that's kind of what we want to hit on there. I guess one of the things that I'm really appreciative of that horses like brought to me is a lot of my relationships. Um, you know, obviously you and I like can't can't top that. Okay. But, you know, I've looked back over the past over like the last several years, and a lot of like the really key relationships in my life like I have been brought by horses and I'm really appreciative of that and it's something that I wasn't really looking for but I'm glad that that came Mm -hmm. um but probably the biggest lesson gratitude what have you that I've learned through horses is it's kind of silly but like life isn't fair but it goes on anyway yeah (laughs) you know like There's nothing worse than going to a horse show and being, like, so pumped because you've been working all week, all summer, all month, you know, whatever for this thing, and then just, like, nope, did not work out, you got ran away with, you fell off, whatever, you just got humbled, and while that sucks in the time, as soon as you realize, like, life goes on, and there's always going to be more chances, and there's always going to be more opportunities to try again. I think that's like a really, really beautiful, you know? Like. Right, there's always another horse show. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like I played sports in high school and like it didn't go your way. You're like, okay, there's another game next week or, you know, we have practice tomorrow, like whatever it is. But I don't know why. I just think horses have such an incredible way of humbling you (laughs) like when you least expect it and least want it. Uh, but that's, like, when you need it the most, I feel like, and I feel like they just have such, oh, I don't know, it's just, like, a really 
impactful way, I guess. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What about you? So I think my biggest takeaway from horses, right, like having shown in high school with friends um, to having a horse in college and showing in college where I didn't have a lot of friends that showed and it was kind of just me. And then now working and not having really any friends outside of just directly horse friends, right? Not like I have any work colleagues that show friend, that show horses are all smarter than that, right? Like they just didn't, they just didn't try it. Good for them. But I think the biggest takeaway from all of that is like the ind- the ability to be independent and be confident, like in what you do. If that makes sense. Um, you know, like people talk about giving up their social lives or giving up their weekends or, you know, they only see friends certain times of the year and stuff like that. And I think in order to keep doing that and be like happy with like, for me, like for me to be happy with my nine to five and, you know, like see my work friends like occasionally, knowing that like I, you know, I can't go hang out with them when they're going to go skiing or when they're, or when they're going to go like snowmobiling or something like that. Like, no, I can't, like I have a horse and I have like that, like, I've, I've made goals. I need to go practice to do those. Um, mm-hmm. Like, sorry, I won't be able to be there. And just being able to like take that and be under, maybe like being confident enough in my decisions that I am able to continue doing that and be independent enough to kind of just, just be Maddie, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Like, you have to be so disciplined and have to be so... Yeah, that's honestly probably the best way to say it. Maybe, like, I think it was, I think I phrased it the longer, less eloquent way, eloquent way was to avoid saying discipline. But yeah, that's, I think that's essentially what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you have to be, like, super disciplined and just be very okay with people questioning that, people not understanding it, you know, horse people, we get it, you know, we'll go drop thousands of dollars on something that is literally, like, that's how much? (laughs) Yeah, like, if we'll go spend thousands of dollars at this horse show and have nothing to show for it afterwards, or have, like, a ribbon, or if you're lucky, a belt buckle, and you're like, Check it out! Yeah. This piece of metal cost me $3,000! Yeah. <laughs> and my sanity, but it's okay! Yeah. You know? I just think... Yeah, there's nothing... I mean, maybe it's crazy. But, no, like, discipline's the only way you can describe that. Right. And I think I mean, it's for... Just the love of the sport and the love of the horse. You know, like... I'm sure some horses or some people think that their horses understand that they're there and they're competing and I mean I don't think my horses are dumb by no means but I don't think they realize necessarily you know we're working nine to five to pay for their luxurious lifestyle like they get more (laughs) they have more supplements than I do like they go to the chiropractor more than I do they get their toes done more than I do like they have the best that I can provide them just be just because I love them you know and like they really get nothing out of being competitive for us you know but yet like they go out there and try so hard because they love you back 
and like they trust you and you have that bond with them. And I just think that's like so cool. You know, like at the end of the day, I think that's what it's all about. And when it sucks that you didn't get a belt buckle or get a ribbon or get called off the wall, I think that's what you have to fall back on. And that's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, you like look back on however many years you've been doing it, right? And you're like, wow, I missed out on this party or that party or this gathering and that gathering or like I wasn't able to pick up a job or, you know, whatever, so on and so forth. Or, you know, I could have been all these other trips. I could have been all these other places. I could have saved so much money. I could be in a house, right? Like all these things. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, I still, I just, you know, it just, just wouldn't have turned out the same. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, sometimes when you look at all the things that, you know, people your age or maybe like a step above you are doing and you're like, wow, I could be doing that if I didn't have horses, but I still think we're better off. You know, it's like they challenge you, they make you better, they drain your savings account, but it's fine, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I... I don't know. I kind of like equate it to work sometimes. I mean, that's really the only other thing that goes on in my life right now. Um, I live a pretty exciting, fast and furious lifestyle, if you will. But, um, you know, people are like over, like, we're getting like all like bent out of shape about something. I'm just like, well, it's just, it's just the way the cards fell, you know, like it's, yeah, it's going to be And they're Like, how, like, how are you okay with this? And I was like, I don't think you get it. Like, have you ever planned you go to a horse show and worked a couple weeks, like, and then someone looks at your horse wrong and all of a sudden they're lame? Like, that's just a Tuesday. No, like, things will go wrong all the time. And I'm just like, hmm, okay, whatever. It's like, yeah. The horse. That's just like what the horse show world teaches you. It's like, it really, yeah, it teaches you to really roll with the punches. Yeah. It's like, you're going to get shit on and you just got to be like, okay, cool. Let's keep going. Right. Give us some banamine and try again tomorrow. <laughs> right. I love this. I love this. I love this. Like, as you just keep her 5 a.m. to midnight, you know, just over- I worked overtime for four weeks for this. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is what I spend my weekends doing. <laughs> this is where I do with my vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. When I think about what my life could be if I didn't have horses, like, I'd probably have. A brand new Jeep. I'd probably have maybe a bigger house. I'd probably have some more clothes, you know, whatever it is. But like, I really don't think I'd be any happier spending money on those things, you know? Like, I think having that relationship with that animal and having that bond and being able to work together for something, like, I think that's kind of what makes or breaks it, you know, for me at least. Yeah, I don't know, like, as I'm going to call this recent college graduates, just because that makes me feel good here, Um, but, you know, like, a lot of other people, I think, that are, like, our age, at least, that I've talked to, they're, like, I need to find a hobby now that I'm, like, done with college, I'm settled Mm -hmm. in, like, I need to find a hobby, and I was, like, what does that feel like? Please tell me. (laughs) Like, I already have a hobby, but I don't have the time or money to pick up any other hobbies. Right. Yeah, like, there's no, nothing else I'd rather spend my time on. Yeah. Yeah, so, off-season, 
is kind of the time you like rehab your horse, rehab yourself, rehab your wallet, you know, like gear up, plan, set goals, get ready to do it all over again for another year when you never, you always swear you're never going to put yourself through that ever again, but here we are doing it again. No, for sure. You look back on like your past show season or whatever and you're casually like you only remember the good stuff you know like at least that's for me like it's all that rosy retrospect stuff I easily forget about the bad that being said I don't forget about it but like I just choose to focus on like the positives and really extrapolate from there and then that really carries over into my confidence in the shows like in the off season yeah we need to hit this big show let's make sure this show's on our radar and before you know it I'm like I've got my feet out, like, counting all these shows I want to go to because I don't have enough fingers to count all the shows I want to go to. And then I, like, look and I go, Maddie, you work one job. Now, I always get overly zealous planning my calendar in, like, January, February. I have shows on there starting March 1st. I'm like, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then we get a little closer and it, like, no, I don't, I don't quite know about that. Let's push her back to April. Then April comes and you're like, let's, let's get a soft start to May, you know? Right. Let's really, let's make sure we're ready, calm and composed and ready to really start it off on a good foot. Let's not get too excited here. Yeah, no, completely. Well, and then you look at it too and you're like, dang, I'm gone every weekend of May through September. Huh. Exactly. That sounds awesome. I really love showing horses. I'm sure I won't get sick of it by week 10. <laughs> I'm sure I won't hate eating ramen noodles every single night that I'm not gone because, you know, I'm paying for being gone. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, the other thing, too, is, like, I like I try to, like, think about, like, oh, I'll be gone, you know, Friday, and I'll get back late Sunday, and then I'll, you know, meal prep on Sunday because I'll be back on Sunday. But no, you're never back at a good time on Sunday, especially if, if you have to drop your horse off somewhere else and you don't live where your horse is at. Like, oh, for sure. You, what is meal prep in, like? <laughs> Bottled water and saltine crackers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're lucky you'll peel a clementine or something if it hasn't gotten rotten. Oh my to look into my life, though. <laughs> you come pulling in at, like, 11.59. You're like, well, I, I did get back on Sunday. Right. Um, too bad I have to be up in six hours to get ready yeah. for Monday. So you just, like, park the trailer, and you just get out, go go to bed and everything. And you get back up, take it, you, you take the full rig to, to work on Monday. <laughs> oh, we've done that. We've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Just gotta, just gotta do what you gotta do. But no, so what are you doing to like rehab, get ready for 2021? Well, I am picking up some rover ships to make some extra dinero. Um, some, oh, rover. Rover, yeah, rover, like the dog sitting app. So I'm trying to do a couple of those. Oh, I should do that. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, it's just nice to have, like, a little extra pillow, cash-wise, I think, when it comes to, like, horse shows, um, so that's nice. So that way you don't find me posting stuff for emergency bet bill, bet bills, like, on Facebook or anything like that, but oh, yeah. that's what I'm doing. I'm also, I don't know, I usually, work, I, like, work out all year round, so, like, I'm doing that, too, mm-hmm. um, 
I've started running a little bit more, but it's really cold out, so it's hard for me to, you know, get interested. Signed up for a half marathon in February, though, so hopefully that... Let's go! <laughs> yeah. I'll pick you up at the finish line, take you out for a snack. <laughs> Perfect. I may need my snack to be IV'd into me after that, but... <laughs> Yeah, so, and then I guess I go practice some, too, um, mm. but it's cold in the indoor, which I mean, like, I can't really complain it's an indoor, so I mean, I'm lucky to have that to practice in, but it, it, it my hands get cold, <laughs> so, what about you, what do you do? Yeah, I, and granted, like, I'm a little bit spoiled that Toby is pretty finished, so he, like, I give him the winter off, like, he just... I mean, he's never had any soundness issues, so, and I just, so I'm like, you know what, whatever, he'll get the winter off, he'll just get fat, and then we'll work all year to get him skinny again, just in time for him to get fat again. Um, but no, like, I started, like, messing with Parker a little bit and just practicing some, like, showmanship basics, but again, um, as you may have heard, my arena that I built with my own two hands is outside, so... <laughs> My hands get cold too, so we don't we don't do a ton. Um, but no, like I definitely am trying to be a little bit more serious. I guess I've always been pretty serious about like being fit, but I definitely notice the difference when I am like just like stronger physically and like I can hold myself together a little bit better so it's easier for them and hold them together. And with a young horse to share, it's really gonna be on me to hold the team together. So I'm going to be strong for that. So I've been doing a lot of like cross-country skiing just because that's what I like to do in the winter and then in the summer I'll, or spring, summer, fall, I'll run. Um, but just like, I don't know, some light strength training, you know, I don't want to be like super bulky because I don't want to intimidate anyone, but I've been doing that. Yeah, and just kind of saving. Like I used to think it was so cool. I used to save every winter. I'd make a point of saving like Fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, and I said, "Okay, that's my horse show money for this coming year. Like, that's what I'm going to spend." Um, that worked for like two years, and I was like, "Wow, it's uh, June, and I have already spent my horse show money for the year." I so, haven't even left Iowa yet. <laughs> I know, so I had to get a little bit more realistic with how much I set aside for the year. But I, I do try to do that, just so. The rest of the year when the horses are in training or, you know, whatever I'm hauling to lessons, like, I don't have to worry about have, like, not having the money set aside for shows. So I try to do that every winter, set aside however much I think it's going to take. So that way, you know, those are kind of paid for. So that's, like, one less burden to worry about. And that way, if, you know, a big expense does pop up, you know, someone has to go to the vet or whatever you're not scrambling to try to find something for that, but that's just kind of what I attempt to do. It doesn't always work, but <laughs> works a little bit. We'll have to, we'll have to have our pull-ups ready to go for when we show together so we can pull up competition. <laughs> per usual, per every, every season, I guess. Do you remember when I did the pull-up at, uh, was it this, it was the world show this year, right? In Dory Stall. You told me it wasn't a real pull-up, but it was a real pull-up. That sounds about right. No guns allowed in here. Right. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Don't want to make this awkward, but... Yeah. 
no. So that's kind of what my tactic typically is. And Something else I like to do in the off season as well that I have yet to do and hopefully will get around to doing is cleaning my tack. Oh yeah. I, I still need to take some of my tack out of the trailer. I'm not going to lie to you. Like pretty sure my show halter, my show head stall are still in the trailer. I get like, I'm super, like, if it's, like, me and, like, my dad or my mom, like, driving somewhere, like, in the car, I'll, I'll be like, could you sit, could you sit in the back, please, so I could have my halter and saddle right up here, please? Like, the back seat looks wide open for you, but she's got her eye shotgun, sorry. Like, I'm so particular about my, like, saddle and bridle and headstall and whatever. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this year at Paint Congress, my my dad came with me, and I don't remember why, but he took the saddle off of Toby, and he was trying to put it in the saddle bag, but he, like, did it, I don't know if there wasn't a rack available or what, but he, like, opened the whole saddle bag and laid it flat out on the ground, and then put the saddle upside down on the ground and started, like, zipping it in he was like zipping it in backwards and i'm like horrified trying to get toby's like bridle off and put him in the in the stall and like i had like my chaps halfway up i don't know why it was so discombobulated and finally one of the moms like saw the distress and was like i'll help you hold on tom like so she went over there and fixed it i was like oh my god like i can't believe that just happened it's like such a weird it's like a double-edged sword right it's like you don't want to tell them how much you spent on it but at the same time hey i'm going to tell you how much i spent on it so you can treat it with the respect and you can understand why i treat it the way i treat it i know i know well he saw my bill at paint congress and like i won free entry so my bill was very low but he looks at me he's like oh my god that's what one of these shows cost and i was like yep that's we actually got $300 off, so that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> oh my god, like I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know, something else I did in the off-season. So, so Do- I, Dory stays, I had Dory stay in training this winter. Um, I didn't last winter just because I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, but the winter before that, she was also in training. But mm-hmm. so, so it's funny because I was like, hey, like, let's let's do some equitation <laughs> and i was like yeah let's let's do it let's do some equitation man you you mm-hmm. talked i talked myself into this so i did i tossed a like an english saddle on dory the other day i don't did i already tell you this yeah so i think it was like last week or whatever new year i think it was new year's day i was like we can't like we're, we're either going to start off really well for the year and really set a tone or we're going to do really, really bad or we're going to fall off, et cetera, and it's only going to go uphill. Yeah, we're going to grow from there. Exactly. And so we did, I did that New Year's Day or whatever, and it, it was um, a lot of work. That being said, like, there, I, you know, we've talked about, like, saddles without knee blocks and stuff like that. So there was a lot of um, slippery saddles, slippery pants, a lot of like going all over. And I mean, like it wasn't, it wasn't disgusting. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, someone helped her. But you know, it was, <laughs> wow, I'm feeling confident. I could really do the egg at a world show right now. It was, it was definitely the confidence for that level was not there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that being said, like our plan on practicing is again. So 
It couldn't have been too terrible, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, that's something else I'm doing in the offseason. We took a couple laps. I took a couple laps on Dory. We, me and Dory, at that pace or whatever. And, like, she was, like, at the end of it. I was, like, same, honey, same, except my legs are killing me. I, like, I came back to ride the next day, and my legs were, like, toast. And I was, like, ooh. <laughs> like, my legs are wobbling, but it's okay. Right. I'm, like, sea-legging it. Yeah, in the showmanship and stuff. It was grand. Yeah. Watch out, Hunt Seat, or not Hunt Seat, um, Hunter Under Hack, 2022. Could you imagine, though? She's a little lady. She's, like, what, 15 hands, 15, one max? Yeah. <laughs> doing, doing big girl Hunter, Hunter Hack jumps and, like, 510 Maddie on this little tiny horse. Give her a Hunter Hack class. <laughs> Maybe a little working Hunter. <laughs> she would kill me. It'd be, like, fence too. She'd be, like, please get off. I'm just picturing her, like, you know, I mean, I think she's, I think she would tuck her knees, I like, you know, like, April tucks her knees really cute when she goes over the gym, so I think Dory would, like, tuck up and look so cute, but, like, I'm imagining, like, your legs hanging down far enough, like, you hit the jump with your heels. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time Dory would take off, it'd be like, <gasps> and then, like, <sighs> every time she lands, like, there'd be so much noise. From Dory. Oh man, poor lady. Husbands <laughs> will be like, uh, can can you can someone go check on her? Like, is she good? Like, what what's happening? Yeah. There would be a lot of noise. Did your horse know she was getting into this when you purchased her? No, she didn't. I didn't know I was getting into this, but we got bored, so here we are. We are getting our money's worth of what we are doing. <laughs> yeah. Listen up, folks. I, like, right, now that I pay the all-around fee, I'll be getting my money's worth. Yeah. The so all-around fee covers 12 there. classes? We are going in 12 classes. Right, exactly. You can sit there and watch our little Western pleasure booties go around the hunt seat. Yeah, that's what it's called. And you can just accept it. I'm getting my money's worth. There are some little Western pleasure horses that can really trot. And they can canter. They just look a little out of place. Yeah. But they look good. If your legs are good, you're fine. That's all you can worry about. Dory's pumped. <sighs> She's got no idea. <laughs> I feel it. Like, I feel it. Just, we just have a connection. And she's telling me she's pumped. You know what we should do sometime? This is a little crazy. But we should get uh, animal communicators to talk to Toby and Dory. What do you think they'd say? That's a real thing. I, like, didn't know about it until someone, like, brought it up to me seriously the other day. I was like, yeah, that's, like, good one. Really funny. And they're like, no, it's a real thing. Yeah, like, I kind of want to do it. Like, I want to know what. I, w- I would love to know, but I, I am really going to have a hard time forking over the cash for that. Oh, how much it costs? I'm sure it's not cheap. I'm not sure. I'm sure, like, just due to the laws of supply and demand, I, I haven't heard a lot about animal communicators. Yeah, look at, will you look it up for us? Yeah, animal communicators. Um, I'm sure they do equine. You know, whenever they see equine, like, anything, I feel like it just automatically adds 10%. Animal readings. Oh, it's animal reading reviews. What? Prices and services. There we go. Let's start with the basics. I wouldn't want any more than a basic. She offers 
four types. Oh, for 20 minutes, one animal, one person, it's $75. For 20 minutes, one animal, two persons, it's 112. For 30 minutes, one, what? For 30 minutes, one animal, one person, it's 85. You know? We missed the calling. Less than I expected. I really hope it's an impactful 20 minutes. No, okay, but so like imagine, right? Imagine you've you've got like a horse that you've been working with. You have like it's just an absolute nutcase, right? You can't get it around the pen, right? Like you've tried everything. You've tried all the supplements, whatever, whatever. The animal communicator comes over, talks to your horse, and they say, She just wants to meet her father. Like, what do you do? And you take your horse to go meet his dad. Go find that stud. You have a horse, you have a horse out of like what's a stud that well, like a machine made stud yeah like a machine made stud or you like have like five bajillion babies and you're like, like yeah or you have like a good better best or like an rl best of animal well, he's yeah he's dead so that's sad um but like, <laughs> that was really you're sad. out of luck um we could take it to meet your mom instead Hope she's you like, have to have you have to have the animal communicator back to talk to the deceased horse. Oh my god. Lay it to the horse. Oh my <laughs> gosh, talk about a scam within a scam. Is that like what do you think they charge for that? Like one person two That's guys? that's gotta be private treaty. That's gotta be. Gotta be. Cause huh. like they're only listing like people and animal. They didn't even say anything animal to animal communication in that thing you're reading off. Does she like come out and maybe she freaking zooms them. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Appointments are conducted by phone, Skype, FaceTime, wow. or in person. You're kidding me. I literally just said that being, but they will literally charge you that for, I mean, I guess. So you don't have to pay for their Yeah. Phone. Dude. Huh. Okay, so for any of our listeners that have used or are in animal community, no, there's some serious scam potentials in there, though. I mean. No. Like, your horse wants to talk for another hour <laughs> um i'm, so I'm sorry know, yeah i know you said you only wanted you and your horse just due to my fee structure but she actually wants the other horse in here and two other people and all of a sudden like let's just do a rolling tab for you you're like you're just, we'll just put it on your credit card <laughs> can you just fork over that credit card number and uh a we'll blank check yeah she would actually you know she would enjoy same time tomorrow, actually, in the, the day after that. Probably too. just a standing appointment for the next two years. <laughs> By the way, do you have anyone else at your barn that would like to get on the Zoom call? Do you think that, like, you talk to her first and be like, hey, so my horse has just been, like, a little sad lately? Or do you just, like, let her figure it out? I wonder if she asks first, but I wonder, like, if you wanted to see, like, if they were really a spoof or not, like, if you would tell her something incorrect to see, like, what, you know, so you wouldn't, like, lead her on. That marks the end of our episode, whether you want it to be or not, unfortunately. But hope you guys were able to relate to us on some of the life lessons and things that we're grateful for that horses have taught us. Um, we definitely think, I think we both kind of feel like we wouldn't be the same people without it for the better 
for the butter. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Wait. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. Um, I think. Basically, we think we're better people because we've had horses in our lives um, better than if we were not to have had them. Um, so hopefully you guys can relate to that. And then if you guys do happen to have a horse communicator out there to your to talk to your horse, whether that's in person, Zoom, FaceTime, WhatsApp, I'm running out of options, Instagram Live, whatever it is, let us know. We want to hear about it. Yeah, we would love to actually talk about this, I think, further. This is something I am super interested in. Maybe, I think you too, right? Yeah, like, I actually want to know. Yeah. Um, we'll have our own, like, Long Island Medium or whatever. Yeah. That could be really fun, so... Other than that, see you all next week. Peace.